Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so happy that today I can speak to you about one of the favorite subjects that I have in my personal life, but also in the Bible, and that is the subject of prayer. The Bible says so much about prayer, and it has such an important place. I mean, even in the life of Jesus, the Son of God, prayer had such a prominent place, so it should also have a prominent place in our life. And I would like to go to one verse, just take that one verse out of Leviticus chapter 6, and then verse 13, and from there, I think there's so much we can say about this subject of prayer. Aren't you happy that you can pray, my friend? Aren't you happy that you have a, an open door to come into the Holy of Holies and to kneel before your Creator, your God, and that you can call Him Abba, Father? I believe that's one of the greatest privileges we have received as His children, that now in Jesus Christ, our relationship with the Father is restored and that we can enter into that holy throne room and kneel down and be in his presence whenever we can, whenever we would like, and that he always has an open door for us and an open ear, and that he hears our prayer, but praise God, he also answers our prayers. Well, Leviticus chapter 6, verse 13, it says, The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. Oh, what a powerful scripture this is. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. And today, if I can make a quote for you, I would say, keep the altar of personal prayer burning. You must keep the altar of personal prayer burning. There must always be a prayer going up to the Lord. You know, it is your lifeline. Prayer is our lifeline. Prayer is our connection with the Father. And you know, it's the whole Trinity that is involved when we pray, because we pray through the Holy Spirit. We pray because of Jesus and in his name, through his name, it is that we have entrance into the Holy of Holies, and we pray to the Father. I know some people, they say, well, you know, it doesn't matter if you pray to the Holy Spirit or to Jesus or to the Father. And, well, I don't want to make a doctrine or, or, or would like to confuse people. You do it as you feel fit. But, you know, I'm so happy that we can pray in the name of Jesus to the Father. I think this is what some people miss in their life. They always talk to Jesus, which is fine. And I don't want to say this is the prayer that won't be answered, but you know, you can become intimate with the Father. You can rise up and in his name, Jesus said, unto now, you were not able to pray directly to the Father, but from now on, in my name, you can pray to the Father. Build up your relationship with the Father. And prayer is that lifeline, is that connection that we have. And you know, that's the connection that also it flows two ways. Our prayers go up, but the Lord also answers, and the prayers come down into our heart. It is also a line that brings holiness to our life. And you know, if there is a personal commitment in prayer, and there must be a personal commitment in prayer, that shows how alive 
our religion really is. I mean, do we just have dead religion? Or are we just praying some prayers, you know, like some people, they can pray the Our Father prayer a hundred times a day or even more than that. And they just pray that prayer and repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. I'm not saying this is all wrong, but you know, if that would be the case in my life, I would record it on my phone and just have it go up and down and up and down and just repeat it, repeat it. You know, there is something more that we can really talk from our heart, that the Spirit of the Lord can come and even pray through us to the Father. And it becomes so intimate and so personal, not just praying a prayer that has been said before us, but to pray what's going on in your life today and where are you today? And even to go beyond those prayers of just praying what you need or what the problems are in your life or the burdens that you are carrying, but to become an intercessor and to pray, to to really ask God to move because of that prayer to move for those people that are maybe not able to pray themselves or that even don't know that they can pray, that they can ask the Father to move in their life because they are so lost that we can pray on their behalf and ask the Father to move like Abraham. He prayed so powerfully for his nephew, you know, and God saved him. And so we can also pray for our family, but also beyond our family, there are those that we meet on the street or at work, and we can pray for them. And, you know, we have that power. We have a relationship that is alive. We have a privileged position that as his sons, his daughters, we can come. And as priests before him, we may ask and make our petitions known. I think there is such a power in prayer, and it excites me so much. But, you know, if you look to the personal commitment in prayer, It's also like a meter that shows uh, where your life is, where your relationship with God is. And again, I'm not just talking about that repetitive prayer out of a religion uh, that you're just repeating, repeating, but really communing with God, having fellowship with Him, moving through the different stages of prayer, the prayers of praise and worship and the prayers of thanksgiving and the prayers maybe of asking for your personal things, but moving on into interceding for the lost and for the hurt and for those that are sick, but then also moving beyond that in just having fellowship with him, being in his presence, listening to him and just communing with him and enjoying your time with him. You know, that is such a wonderful thing that we can have in our prayer line. And you know, if you have a vital and a a living prayer life, it will also make your faith to be stable and to be able to go through the storms and the difficulties in life. Some people, their faith is so weak and they are just being tossed around like on the ship, you know, that is being tossed around by the storm, by the waves. So their life, their faith is also just being tossed around from left to right and there's no stability there. There is no power in there prayer or in their faith. Uh, There is no endurance in their life and in their faith, and it's because there is no prayer life in their life. We need a commitment, a personal commitment to prayer and to having time with our Father, and as we spend time with Him, 
so also our faith will increase and our faith will be stable and our gospel that we believe in will be strong in us, the gospel of Jesus Christ. It will grow in us. And maybe you have become lukewarm in your personal commitment. Maybe the fire in your heart is burning very small. Maybe you only have a little pilot light that is still on. Well, praise God that that pilot light is still on because there are also those that have grown completely cold and there is no spark in them anymore in their prayer life. You know, as a personal comment, I I should say, I, I don't know. What do those people think about all day if they never spend any time in their thoughts in prayer? For me, prayer, you know, sometimes people ask, well, how long must I pray every day, Brother John? And, you know, it seems like a difficult question for some. What, how long should I pray to have a good prayer life or to have a good relationship? But, you know, with me, it works so different. During the whole day and even in the night when you wake up, there is this uh, talking, fellowshipping with the Father in my mind, talking with Jesus, communing with the Holy Spirit and, and, and just fellowshipping with Him and speaking to Him. And I'm just thinking, what would I think about if I wasn't fellowshipping with God? I mean, I would be thinking of all the burdens, the problems, or maybe the vacation that is coming and maybe some other good things in life. But, you know, my life would be so empty. I'm so, I'm so happy and so excited because I'm fellowshipping with my Heavenly Father, and that fills me with such divine peace. It fills me with such joy. It fills me with such excitement for life. It gives me vitality. It's like a force behind me pushing me in my life to move forward and to enjoy the good things that the Father is giving to me, and also it it warns me and it protects me from danger and it keeps me out of harm's way because God genuinely speaks to us. But you know, God would like to see the hearts of his people glowing with prayer. As I said, some have that little pilot light that is still on. Well, you know, I must think of the great fires they had in Australia. It was like a whole continent that was on fire, just burning away. And you know, when a fire is very small, well, you know, a big wind can just blow out that fire. But when a fire is really big, the wind doesn't blow it out, but the wind just pushes that fire forward. And that was one of the great problems, that the fire was big and the wind was big. And because the fire was big and the wind was big, there was no stopping that fire. They couldn't extinguish it because the wind was just pushing that fire higher and higher and forward, just consuming everything in its way. It was a terrible situation for Australia. But you know, this is how it should be in our life. There should be a mighty fire of prayer in our life. And the wind of the Spirit is just pushing those flames higher and higher and higher, and forward, and forward, just consuming everything in its way. Oh, mighty God, I pray this day that your flames will just consume me, consume us, Lord, everything that is me, 
the whole eye, let it be consumed by the fire of your spirit and the fire of prayer, that it may be Jesus burning in me brightly and shining through my life. And you know, it is through a powerful prayer life and a committed, personal committed prayer life that these flames will go higher and they're working together with the Holy Spirit that will just push that prayer to a new level. No, not a new level, a new dimension, my friend. Oh, you as a child of God can experience different dimensions in prayer as you are growing and as these prayers are growing and the flames are going higher and the Spirit is just bringing us deeper and deeper into that presence of the Almighty One, into that throne room, becoming bolder and bolder, asking things that the Father would want us to ask. He said, ask of me. Oh, we can ask of him great things. And he said he promised that he would answer in a mighty way. Oh, my friend, there is a boldness. You know, there is a difference. You have people that, you know, they dare to ask anything, but when they ask it, you know, it just doesn't feel right the way they ask for things because it comes out of a wrong motivation or it comes from a wrong foundation. But when the Holy Spirit gives us a boldness, when the Father gives us a boldness in His Son, Christ Jesus, to ask Him for great things on behalf of the world, on behalf of your lost family and friends, on behalf of your city, that you can stand there as an intercessor like Moses to intercede and ask of Him great things through a boldness that has been given to you through Jesus the Son, through the Holy Spirit, I tell you, that is prayer that God moves on. Well, you know, there are many enemies that will try to extinguish that fire. You know, of course, the devil, he wants you to stop praying and asking for great things. I remember this person came to me in church and said, Pastor John, I have such a trouble sleeping. I just cannot sleep. I just, I don't know why, but I just can't fall asleep. And I'm just up so many hours and uh, it's breaking me up. So what should I do? I said, brother, just start praying, praying. You will see the devil who's keeping you awake now. The moment you start praying, he'll put you to sleep because he doesn't want you to pray. You know, a week later, he said, pastor, pastor, it's working. It's working. Five minutes after I pray, I'm already sound asleep. Well, you know, that was a good answer for him for his problem. But of course, that is not the plan that God has for us, that whenever we pray, we fall asleep. But I'm sure in your life, you've had those moments that you could watch a whole movie of two hours or a complete series, or you could go, I don't know where to have fun. But when you pray after five minutes, you feel exhausted and you're just falling asleep. You know, that's one of the enemies of our prayer. That's how the devil wants to stop you from praying with a spirit of sleep. But you know, there are times to sleep and there are times to stay vigilant, to stay awake and to pray. And my friend, I want to tell you, oh, when it's time to pray or oh, get in a position that's not too comfortable and uh, tell that devil of sleep to go away and then have fellowship and talk with your heavenly father because there are secrets that he would want to reveal to you. 
Well, you know, there are many kinds of enemies. Well, sometimes our busy life is an enemy. Sometimes very innocent things and even healthy things can become an enemy of prayer. I mean, sports and all other kinds of things that are good for you, when they come in the way of our prayer life, they become an enemy of our prayer. I'm telling you, it's good to sport. It's good to stay active physically. You know, that's very important for you. But on the other hand, I want you to know that it should not take the place of your prayer life, your friends. It's good if God gives you many good friends, but they should not take the place of your prayer life. Family should not take the place of your prayer life. And so there are bad things and there are good things that can become an enemy that the enemy can use to bring your prayer life down. Well, you know, don't let anything rob you of your time and your fellowship with God because time spent in prayer is never wasted. It's always useful and it always has success and it will bring fruit in some way or the other. But you know, if it's just prayer that you are praying out of your own strength, then it's a real battle that I don't think you will overcome. But you know, there is the invisible hand of God that will provide you with the fuel for prayer. This is a powerful thing. Listen to this. The invisible hand of God will provide the fuel in your heart that those flames of prayer may burn higher and higher. Don't forget the scripture for today. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. How can you keep a fire burning without fuel? It's impossible. There needs to be fuel. You throw those logs upon the campfire and the fire will keep burning. You put the oil in the lamp and the flame will keep burning. And you have that electricity there and that light will keep shining. There must be a flow of fuel to keep that fire burning. And so our prayer life, we cannot keep it burning out of our own strength or out of our own commitment. Then it will just become a dead religion. Our prayer life has a supernatural source that supplies it with fuel to keep those flames burning, to keep that flame on the altar burning. And it will make that fire to go higher and higher and higher. And I'm talking about your prayer, the fuel that comes from the Spirit, that comes out of the hand of God, will keep your prayer life exciting, exhilarating. It will keep your prayer life interesting. It will keep your prayer life alive. It will keep it on fire. It will keep it that it will move mountains and that it will bring those uh, great enemies of the cross down. Oh, that prayer life will be full of power and it will be full of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, to spend time with Jesus, to spend time with the Father in his name, to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, I tell you, that makes life exciting successful. You will see the hand of God move in your life. You will see great signs, wonders, and miracles because, you know, prayer is needed, and God is looking for those that will pray and that will intercede that he may move upon their prayer. Oh, my dear friend, 
Let's pray right now. But also I ask you, make a new commitment, personal commitment to pray and to seek his face because it will answer the need that is in you, but also the need that is around you. Father, I pray as we have this scripture today that the fire of prayer will never go out in your church. Oh, but that it will keep burning. And I ask you, oh, with your invisible hand, oh, Heavenly Father, supply new fuel to your church that the flames of prayer may be lit and maybe go higher and higher and higher so that you can answer and do mighty wonders. Lord, I ask you, let that spirit of prayer fall upon your children. Oh, Lord, because I know you want to be prayed because you want to move on these prayers. Oh, Heavenly Father, let that spirit of prayer arise up in our hearts that we may pray and seek your face. And I know you will answer and you will bless. I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. 